NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters. The hockey moms and hockey dads and everything else that makes this house of hockey your home come on in i'm breezy and i'm ray ray and, and this, this is, is our house. house welcome back to the uh, house of hockey podcast episode 124 i'm one of your hosts breezy and i'm your other host ray ray and i feel like i'm talking really quiet for some reason i, can... I probably am no i mean you're coming in like crystal clear in my ears Um, either your microphone is like amazing and mine sucks. Like I could hear the difference last week from my AirPods recording while I was away. So Uh I don't know. Am I really loud? Obviously I'm always really loud, but. Not super loud. Well, I do have the microphone right in front of me. Sometimes I just want to like hang on to it and like act like a weirdo, but. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm back home in the home studio. I've made some changes. I have my painting I did of Ringo that's oh you did that yeah that's acrylic on canvas wow Picasso over there (laughs) I went to one of those like paint nights but instead Uh of painting like a bowl of fruit which is stupid and never looks good and people don't ever end up hanging those pictures up this Uh lady um had us pre-send pictures of our pets and like actually like devoted some time to telling us like what to do, like how to paint. And then um, she just outlined the body. Like she just drew the body like freehand. So we had at least like a framework. Oh, that's but cool. I painted it. Looks good. I didn't know you had such talents. I, I do. I do. I dabble, <laughs> pretty good. I dabble in the arts, Brucey. Apparently. Jeez. <laughs> um so Ringo just looks like he's staring at me like mom which is how he's usually looking at me and then there was the most exciting news that happened in the small town in which I live they opened a home goods whoa I love home goods Antonio loves home goods we love looking at the shiny pretty objects in there so we went to the since it's opened in our in our town now and I bought the other picture over my shoulder which is the United States patent for an ice skate which I thought was cool super cool so it's just like resting right now if you're not watching on video I haven't like hung it up because I wanted to get your opinion on like how is this looking now I like it do we like the figure skate I do I okay. think it like ties everything in. That's cool. All right. I'll keep it. I like it a lot. Guess so, what my favorite place is in Home Goods? What? The dog section? 
no, the cutting board section. The cutting board section. I, I sh- love cutting boards. <laughs> and they're so cool. There are. I have an obsession. I think I probably have like eight different cutting boards. Well, you need one for like the meat and one for like the cooked meat and then one for the vegetables and like, yeah. And just like cutting and like you need like big <laughs> ones and small ones. And then like, and I can cutting. never say like, okay, you know, like the meats and the cheeses that you put on like a, a cutting Char- board. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. Yeah. We yeah. call them Chattanooga boards because we can't say the other one. So, like, you need to have one that's like that. And then sometimes they have, like, these, like, cool, like, little designs into them. And it's mm-hmm. like, I obviously need that one. Like, you know, the knot looks cooler than this one. So, anyway. And do you have, like, a custom named one? Like, with, like, your name on it? I do not. No. Soon. I'm trying to figure out what I want, like, set on that, you know? Yeah. But I do have my name on some knives, which is kind of cool. That is cool. That is pretty cool. You dabble in the art of cooking. I dabble in the art of painting. <laughs> I wish I could paint. That thing looks good. I'm we're, pretty proud of you. Thank you. We're we're very refined here on the podcast. Actually, let me show you. Hold on. I'm I'm tethered to the to the computer today. Look at it up close. Wow. Look at the detail. <laughs> it's pretty good. Ringo is just looking at you like, what, mom? <laughs> yeah, like what? It's it's yeah. so, you can't see some of that with the way the Hold on. Like this. Okay. So we got, we got Ringo in here now. It feels kind of complete to me. Awesome. Yeah. Looks good. Um. So it's Halloween. Halloween will have just happened by the time this episode comes out. And it's my favorite mm-hmm. time of year for hockey because of all the players who are obsessed with Halloween. They all have all most of them all like have some sort of team Halloween party. The costumes are always top notch. I'm obsessed, like constantly scrolling all weekend, like looking to see what people went as. And can we talk about Brady Kachuk and his small obsession with Will Ferrell? I'm obsessed with the two of them, first of all. (laughs) They are just so cool. Like, I feel like I just want to be involved in, like, their family at some point. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, his uh, his elf costume this year with his pose was by far my favorite costume. I'm sorry. I, I just can't get enough of it. He's so good. And he's got, like, that goofy little face, too, where it's, like, it just plays... It just plays it all out. He's like Will Ferrell's younger brother. He really is. He looks like he could be. Yeah. And he's tall. I agree. Like Will, you know. Yeah. Kind of goofy. You know, I wonder if they've met because Will Ferrell's a big Kings fan, big hockey fan. I he wonder is. if they've like met in real life. Like, I feel like we need to make that happen. I feel like we have to if it hasn't already happened. Because like, I I need like a picture of the two of them together. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe also in the elf costume. That would probably make my life. Best. The best. <laughs> that would be so good. Uh, Revo, uh, Revo, Ryan, a.k.a. Revo. He, he, he went as um, from Dodgeball. The, the uh, what's the name? It's escaping me. I don't like know. The I've turbo... never seen that movie. What? I'm just not a big comedy fan. Crazy. It's like a I'm classic. Sorry. Like I'm sorry. Like Talladega Nights. Like you like 
these are like classic films that are really good can't get into them dodgeball is so good anyway they went as the dodgeball characters a bunch of them i saw a bunch of toy story costumes the rangers are actually super funny uh i was kind of stalking their instagram this past week since obviously i picked them to be my metro team and uh I was like, gosh, these guys are, they're, they're pretty funny. And I, I watched the Revo uh, video. I sent yeah. it to you. And the fact that like some of the things that they were saying, I was just like sitting there in like bed, like giggling at them. <laughs> they chose uh, Mika Zabinajad to be the science teacher yeah. as a costume. And I was like, oh my God, I could see it. I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. Revo was going around interviewing the guys in the locker room. Like, what's your favorite costume and, yeah. or who should so-and-so be for Halloween? And they came up with some pretty good ones, I but I just even tell you like what my favorite costume has been of I your like never, personal yeah, costume. Like my personal. Do you have one? Oh yeah. What was it? I was April O'Neil, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I had the turtles. Oh. A bunch of the girls I was friends with were the turtles. And I had like the pizza box and the microphone. There you go. But she was a reporter. Yeah, she was. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't even remember any of my costumes, really. I never really dress up. So. Not surprised by that, though. Yeah, I know. Shocking, right? (laughs) I love, I love a costume. Also shocking. (laughs) Yeah. But I love Halloween, so you know. But yeah, I went with how. But I you felt. don't like scary movies. No, you don't have any like Halloween movie that you watch. Hocus Those Pocus. Those are like the only movies I watch are scary movies. So I'm like, this is like my like time to shine when it comes to like movies. But no, Hocus Pocus is as far as I get, and the sequel was horrible. I didn't even watch the sequel. Don't save the okay. save your ninety minutes not not worth it at all oh man it was a big disappointment what's your go-to like number one scary movie for halloween uh for halloween uh well i'm a big michael myers fan so i i obviously watched the new halloween halloween ends and i loved it um that was really good but my i always have to watch the shining the shining is my favorite movie of all time so um i don't really want to say it's a halloween movie but just an overall scary movie but Halloween movie I guess it would have to be anything Michael Myers okay, okay. which I did so now I kind of want to watch it like again because it, it was good I don't think I've ever seen it because I can't endure I can't endure it it's just like too real for me well you too know I've got you. ghosts in my house and like crazy yeah. stuff is always happening to me so it's like I don't need to know like also scare myself Antonia is whispering to her phone torch off to turn off her flashlight if you can't hear her <laughs> torch on did you know that the light flashlight is also torch no i did not i didn't either i'm like what the hell is torch I'm like That's flashlight her, on. Like, whispering in the background when we're talking about scary movies and you're like i have a ghost in the house made it made it right so you Perfect see what timing, i mean Antoni. <laughs> see what i'm saying i'm like i don't need any more like it's too real that's what I mean like scary movies are just too real like I experience these things enough that like I'm good yeah like don't need to watch it for fun to like relax when it's happening every like two minutes here 
Speaking right. of scary stories, I read this today. Um, I subscribed to this uh, email newsletter called The Gist. It's all about mm-hmm. sports. They shared a story that um, Toronto's Hockey Hall of Fame is haunted. Did you know this? No. I didn't either. So the building, I'm going to read real quick. The building originally- well, the, the building's creepy. Okay. Well, I yeah. haven't been, so- uh it originally housed the bank of montreal where in 1953 19 year old bank employee dorothea may elliott attempted to take her own life in the women's restroom and died in the hospital the next day soon after dorothea's former bank colleagues began experiencing strange things like flickering lights footsteps following them shrieking noises and an overall feeling that someone was watching them especially while in the women's restroom eventually because of the so many strange reports occurrences and overwhelmingly bad vibes breezy nailed it the bank installed a second bathroom when the bank relocated however the reports from the original restroom continued dun 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 Visitors report seeing a woman with long, dark hair near the restroom on the second floor, along with the feeling of being watched or hearing footsteps and screams. Fun facts. Wow. But nobody knew that. I'm sure everybody who is a Leafs fan is like, of course we knew that, you idiot. That's crazy. Did not know that. Well, when I went, it was, um, what? I don't remember what. I went for the first time in August. And it was like a stormy, like overcasty kind of day. So like the picture I have from the outside is like Like, pretty creepy. I'll send it to you. Okay. Let's look and see if there's any ghosts in there, women with dark hair. Yeah, peeking through the window. (laughs) Um, Do you ever have this happen to you where for some reason you get like a word or a song lyric or something like stuck in your head on loop? Mm-hmm. and just like you're just repeating it to yourself over and over for no reason and you like catch yourself and you're like why is my brain keep saying this to me yeah that happened to me yesterday and all I kept saying in my brain was Mason McTavish Mason Mason McTavish Mason McTavish I'm like why is this Anaheim Ducks player's name like on repeat in my weird. brain it was really yeah. weird Wow, I had a sim. I had the same thing happen last week with a player, and now it like I can't remember who who it was. It'll come to me, but I for like three days straight I couldn't get his name out of my head, and I was like, yeah, I don't even like he's not even on. Like, why do I keep thinking about this player? I don't know, and I it was like weird. I'm like, why do I keep repeating his name? Um, but I also do this other thing. That I wanted to see if you did. Then we'll get into real hockey talk, everybody. Thanks yeah. for joining the Halloween show. Uh, we're talking about nothing related to hockey yet. But <laughs> the, uh, when I scroll Instagram, you know, I follow mm-hmm. every single team in the league and a handful of the players. But every time they post um, pictures of the guys without their mm-hmm. buckets on, I'm, I always like quiz myself, like, who is that like their name mm-hmm. to their picture because like there's a ton of people and I don't know every everybody's name on like the other team so I'm practicing right. like flashcards for me like, who's yeah. this and I think that's what happened with Mason McTavish because there was a picture Tavish there was a picture with him um Trevor Zegris and the other young guy that's uh 
was a, a gull that's now got moved up whose name is escaping me but the three of them are like buddies and they oh. were like in a picture and I was like memorizing like Mason McTavish is the one with the wild curly black hair and like just so yeah. that like I can put faces to names um anyway am I the only anyway. one who quizzes themselves on Instagram <laughs> no I mean I feel like I'm probably like who is that and then like I try to like figure it out so maybe the same but like I don't maybe go out of my way to to quiz myself This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by... Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot and an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Have you shopped at Pure Hockey? They are America's largest hockey retailer with dozens of stores and the option to shop online. If you or any of your kids play hockey, Pure Hockey is the place to find just about all your equipment, skates, sticks, gear, bags, jerseys, and accessories. Plus, Pure Hockey is one of our affiliate partners. So next time you break your hockey stick or your kid grows out of his skates, why not check out purehockey.com? While you are looking for hockey equipment, you can also browse around for merchandise from your favorite NHL team and make gift giving even easier for your hockey loving friends and family. Oh, and do us a huge favor. Use our special link that we have for you for purehockey.com when you browse the site and make a purchase because we'll receive a small commission, which helps me and Breezy create this podcast. Head to the episode's show notes for the special direct link to shop at purehockey.com. But Trevor Zegris, I'm sorry. I love his game day fits. I do too. Like, I look forward to seeing his game day fits. He does it up like super sleek with the no sock, but like the pants are tailored perfectly. And like, it's classy, but then with his like surfer boy hair, hair, it just, he just looks so good. He does. I'm like, stop. What am I doing? (laughs) You can't add, you can add a hunk, but you can't add another hockey team to your list. Okay. No, I would never, ever. You couldn't add the ducks. No, Mm -mm. no, no. Should we move into some hockey talk? Yeah, let's those, do it. What do those, you want, what do you want to talk about? Um let's talk about let's talk about the big story of the weekend, which I think in the week was the Coyotes home opener. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your laugh. 
What did I even? I don't. I don't know. At Mullet Arena. Yeah, because that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. They had. Uh, they gave away like headbands with fake mullet wigs attached to the back for everybody, for all 5,000 people to wear. Uh huh. The away dressing room is pipe and drape. <laughs> and like, that's it. <laughs> A bunch of chairs, like in the, out in the open. I don't think there's doors. So like, we're not hiding, hiding hockey secrets here in the locker room when you're, when you're at mullet arena guys. Uh, got a good airflow, I guess, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I mean, are we playing music? Like, is there music allowed? Like, what's happening? Because, like, it's not really a locker room. Yeah. It's uh, quite the experience. The Jets' uh, Twitter went really hard on them. Like, I loved it. I was living for it. I can't believe the league let them, like, like nobody from the league was like, "Hey, cool Simmer it, down. yeah, down. yeah." So for those of you who uh, who didn't catch the uh, Jets Twitter, uh, I kind of just put some little bullet points here, I guess. So they did a fall fashion inspo for when you're on campus. Uh, take your seats with a professor emoji. <laughs> Welcome to our crib tonight, and it was a, a view of the locker room. Unlike the mullet. There's still plenty of time for comeback ref- in, in reference to the hairstyle that they uh, were given out for the game. Uh, staying late for extracurricular activities. That's a good one. That's so good. Uh, my favorite was probably putting the L in mullet with capital LL in mullet. <laughs> and then uh, don't me- make a deal with the uh, Sun Devil, which is the, uh, obviously the Arizona State Sun Devil. So pretty funny you know i think i went hard um before on the oats and like this whole situation (laughs) and like not even really the oats but just like i just am still in shock that the league is even like this is even happening to begin with um and like they didn't do a relocation like they did in the nba when um the thunder were in new orleans but then they relocated to oklahoma city but they were called that that thing that was forever ago but like they temporarily relocated the basketball team I think it was to Oklahoma because of Katrina and so the team needed a place to go I think that's right either way some basketball team in New Orleans had to relocate (laughs) and then they like they played a whole season there and then I think because of the popularity they got their own team and now the new orleans team went back to new orleans i think something along those lines but um because huh. it's new orleans pelicans right yes. Louisiana. yeah yeah but i'm just surprised that the league wasn't like let's just relocate you for a whole season to an arena somewhere else that's like unused that can house a lot of people that people in arizona are going to travel to i don't know I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes in regards to this team and this location that we just don't know about. And for whatever reason, they're there. Yeah. But that was pretty funny, uh, though. (laughs) I was laughing. Like, I, I wish we could ask the players what they really thought about the 
locker room situation like in the I way mean, you kind of feel like bad for the coyotes right i mean well, yeah but then at the same time like you almost want to like they they almost come off as being like uh the redheaded stepchild of like the league like <laughs> yeah. but then like they have like a legit fan base like don't get me wrong they they do have a legit fan base but it's like they're they're the league is doing them dirty for sure um there's but a girl. I'm curious to see what else other teams are going to be saying about uh, when they go visit there. I mean, we said it before. You put the positive spin on it. What a cool opportunity to be, yeah. you know, several feet away from your team and get to watch up close. There's no bad seat in the house, so to speak. Yeah. And, and a unique experience. I mean, there's their benches. There aren't even seats in there. So bring a yeah. cushion for your butt. Like college throwback for sure. Uh, you know, kind of stadium seating. And I mean, it's kind of cool, but I don't know. I mean, it's super cool, like to have like a college stadium seating to watch like potent like your favorite NHL team, whether it's the coyotes or not. Like it's still kind of cool. Like, I think it still kind of gives you like your homey, like feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, I'd be curious though, to see how many fans uh, are recruited to be coyote fans um, that maybe because of this, because it's just a different experience than what many people are, are going to be used to. So I just wonder how many, how many other fans are going to be, the coyotes are going to round up for this one. I mean, it could happen, and because it's on a college campus, I mm-hmm. mean, sure, but I don't know many Which college kids who can throw two hundred dollars down on a hockey game. Though. Right. Well, I know my I nephew's girlfriend goes there, and she said oh. that they get into uh, games free, like any oh. any arena on the campus, they get into free. So she was like, "I don't know if I would get free tickets." I was like, "I'd probably not free, but Discount. do college kids get discounted tickets?" I mean, it's a popular college town, so who knows? That'd be a way to get butts in seats for sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Why not? Anyway, that whole thing was just, it's a riot. The whole thing yeah. is just a riot. It is. Um, should we talk about somebody else who is a riot? Eric Carlson. Oh my gosh. So funny that was that was good there's a video uh that was posted uh today on sunday and he did an interview um with sportsnet and he kind of was like just joking around it was good to see him smiling i know he's been going through through quite a bit um and then as he walks away yeah he goes to open up the door and the doors are locked and the sportsnet guy is like uh maybe you could at least you could figure out how to open a door or something they were yeah. like smack talking each other in a playful way it was really cute yeah it was funny i i was trying to pull up the reporter's name and it's not here but at least there's yes, uh, carlson basically goes uh you're looking good almost as good as me and, and then that's when he tries to open up the door and Where the reporter locked. goes at least you can figure out how to open up a door <laughs> or find a door that's open next time or something like that so funny i wish there was more interviews like that in throughout the league with yeah. players and it, it wasn't always so serious. I wish they could do, you know, 
two serious questions and then show their personality and their relationships with some of these reporters, because these guys have known a lot of these people forever and they get asked the same questions, you know, and I think they do a lot of that though on um, the TNT broadcast and the intermission report with like biz and the guys, like some of the players will really like in the, in the middle of a game, they're talking shit to each other and like, you know hollering at biz or whatever and that you get to see a little more of their personality and i think i mean that's the place for it sure and they ask them like some serious questions but with the right balance of humor and i just wish Mm -hmm. we could integrate a little bit more of that with some of the like home team broadcasts i think that would really be i still think it'd be funny for like the uh like someone up in like I don't know, in the offices or something to give like to give like a random word to a player. And then on like Twitter, like say like, all right, guys, um, we got another random word for you coming today. The first person to tell us what the random word is in an interview, uh, you can get like free tickets to the next game or something. Kind of like the Tyler Toffoli Spumoni situation that had happened, because I feel like that's just a fun way to get people involved and actually get them watching games in getting them to like listening to like these interviews rather than fast forwarding or you know getting up to to go get another beer or something um i I feel like that'd be cool yeah i agree i think that we should we should start that (laughs) we We really should we're gonna have to i'll text matthew next time matthew kitchuk and tell him a word i mean we could probably get vinny vinny vincent trochak to do it probably I he does enough interviews like in-game stuff that I think he would be you throw a word out there to participating yeah I'll text our girl who um hooked it up her his PR see what we can do that'd be funny uh the other note you have in here was about not Mason McTavish Tavish I can say it so much better in my brain, but when I say it out loud, it doesn't mm-hmm. come out quite right. We got the yep. Leafs equipment manager, uh, Bobby Hastings. Yeah. There's a video going around of him and a lot of people know that he did. Um, he was a, an assist to basically a, a Mitch Marner goal last season right. where Mitch Marner broke his stick. And as he's skating back, uh, yeah Bobby just hands the stick over and Mitch goes and, and scores a goal um but you can see him we should post he's a like, video of he's this like video this. where he's watching who's on the ice and he he has his hands on their sticks and as they're changing he's moving his hands and it's it's pretty incredible to see something like that because you don't you're not paying attention to these things when you're watching the game but these guys are are watching a, the game on a different level, making sure that like, all right, Muzzin's on the ice. Well, Muzzin's not on the ice because he's always injured, but you know what I mean? Like, let me just, his hands are on it, ready to go. Yeah. Um, I was like, I watched that video probably for a solid 10 minutes straight and it's only like a 13 second video, but it's incredible. It's really impressive. And like how he, it looks like he's playing the piano. It does. Almost, it really does. like, and they're all you know the different heights and and i couldn't figure out how he had them arranged does he have them arranged by first line second line third line or does he have them arranged alphabetically numerically like how does he have the sticks lined up so that he knows i would imagine by lines i think that's by lines because he always had his hands like this so it was probably like 
lines and defensemen, right? Because oh, that's yeah. how he was moving his hands. So I think that's how they usually do it. But I, I don't know. Cool. I'm not an equipment manager. <laughs> I've, I, we should try to figure out how to get an equipment manager on. We should see if he does interviews. We should. I pulled That'd up be... his LinkedIn. Hey, He's send, on. send him a message. We got, yeah. got nothing to lose. Uh, it would be interesting to hear how they like how they do that it would yeah for sure and and do the players tape all of their sticks themselves or just the one they start the game with i think all of them the players tape them or the equipment manager the players that's like game time routine so you tape like all four of your sticks yeah if if it needs taping right yeah right like if you okay all right that makes sense yeah yeah well like why doesn't the equipment manager tape them i'm sure they do if like they needed to but i think it's more of like a uh superstition kind of thing with a lot of players like they have to have it done precisely and for and they all tape them differently so you kind of have to know i mean equipment manager needs to know so much already i don't think that they can remember the exact way certain players like their tape stick (laughs) that's true they've got to have their like... tape sticked they're stick taped wow i knew what it you worked meant. in my head yeah it worked in my head i didn't even catch it i was like yeah that i know yeah. i know what you're saying. i speak yeah. breezy you speak ray yeah exactly thanks for coming over to our house of hockey podcast and hanging out with us we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and in the meantime you can follow us on social media just look for house of hockey podcast we'll be back next week